0: You're listening to The Marn Report.
1: Well, hey, hey, Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield. This is Molly coming at you with another awesome episode of the Marn Report podcast. Today, we are going to talk about on. Post housing, and I am joined by my friend Miss Cheryl Sutton. She is the regional operations director for Balfour Beatty Communities and our representative for Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield Family Homes. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today, Cheryl. Hey, thanks so much for
2: having me. Uh, excited to, to be on today. Talk a little bit about housing and um, and myself. So <laughs> I've uh, been with um, Balfour Beatty for almost six years and started out as the the community manager up at Hunter. So uh, this this project of Hunter. Um, Stewart and and Marn Point holds a special place in my heart. I am a a regional in a regional role now as you mentioned so I do have some Air Force projects too that I that I help oversee but uh, excited to to talk about Stewart today.
1: Well thank you so much for being on the show Cheryl. Uh, I I love that we've kind of watched you grow within the Balfour Beatty community so we're still we're so happy to have you here with us even in a different capacity moving on up right?
2: Yes ma'am. Um
1: (laughs) The one thing that we always find with Balfour Beatty communities and just with on-post family housing is things are always happening, right? It's a hot topic uh, within our community, uh, within, you know, the world, right? When it comes to on-post housing, give me, um, do you have any updates of things that are happening for our Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield communities uh, soon that you would like to uh, share with us?
2: Yes, ma'am. Um, and you're right. There, There's always something happening, and knowledge is power when it comes to staying in the loop on, on things going on in housing. So if you're not following us on, on social media, or if you are not registered through Rent Cafe, which is our um, online app or website where you can get information sent via email, um, please get with us at the Liberty Woods office to ensure that you're signed up for all of those uh, information channels. Uh, we recently just had a town hall, um, and those are held quarterly. We participate with Garrison in the command team on those, um, but still going on in each of the individual communities are huddles. Um, so keep keep an eye out on the social media pages for when those events will be in your neighborhood. Um, the leadership team will be going to each of the individual neighborhoods to chat with um, folks in, in those neighborhoods, the mayors on um, different improvements and things that are happening. Um, soon to begin will be um, installation of, of some new playground sunshades. Um, so we're excited to, to get some more of those playgrounds shaded. The one that I'm most excited about is the one that's um, across from uh, what used to be Britain Elementary at that roundabout. That's one of our larger, most frequently used playgrounds. So excited to see um, some shade going up there. We've also got uh, a playground up at Hunter too that's going to be shaded here in this kind of off season.
1: So what about when it comes to work orders uh, or if the residents need, you know, some items to, you know, light bulbs, uh, blinds, Air filters. Where do they go to get that? So our self help is located at our uh,
2: maintenance facility, uh, which is at six five four Victory Division. Um, that's off uh, in the in the back of the uh, community, and um, you can pick up items there um, from self help mulch. Um, like you mentioned, filters, things like that, definitely plug in the filters. Um, if you're not changing those at a minimum of every 30 days, um, you're past due. So uh, go grab one of those filters uh, from us. There's no charge for those. Um, and the work order process. Um, you know, it's it's changed a little bit now that we've got a, a call center that helps us manage those those requests. Um, but basically, now anytime you either call or, or place a work order on our resident portal, um, those calls are picked up by a twenty four seven call center who's monitoring monitoring calls for Stuart Hunter and Marm Point. Um, they take those calls and immediately dispatch them out if they're an emergency or urgent, and then they will schedule for the next available appointment for anything that's a, a, a more of a routine request. Um, So you can then track um, the status of those work orders, get work order numbers, all of that right through the Rent Cafe um, portal. So you can kind of keep an eye on on what's going on with your work order all the way through uh, completion. Now, the completion piece um, is really important because when the technician comes out and finishes the work order in your home, he's going to label that work order as tech complete in the system. And as soon as he does that, the next day, um, the person who's identified in our system as the first contact, and that can be anybody over the age of 18. So it doesn't have to be the service member. It can be anybody in the home who's over 18 that you've identified as as kind of the first contact in the home to receive these type of notifications. And they'll be notified um, via a text message that this work order was labeled um, tech complete and we're looking to see if you're satisfied with the work that was done in your home. So it's really a great way for residents to let us know right away, hey, I wasn't satisfied with this work or I am satisfied. And if you are satisfied, we'll then move that, that uh, work order to the work completed status. And if you're not, then we're going to um, send that back over and get somebody back over to take a look at the work that was done. Um, If it goes to work completed, then keep your eye out for that um, Satisfact survey uh, in your email. And you're, again, uh, once you complete those surveys eligible to win um, $100 off rent each month, we do a drawing based on anyone who completes those Satisfact
1: surveys. That's awesome. I I think that 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 tech complete, that portion, that is so important. And filling out those surveys is extremely important, right? A lot of people, once it's done, they don't think about the survey. You just kind of skip it put it in the trash. Um, but that's how you guys track whether or not you're doing a good job, correct? Whether or not you guys are, 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 you know, working to the satisfaction of the resident. Um, and, and even if you're just saying, Hey, it was awesome you know, like don't just submit your, your survey if you're mad, right? Submit your survey if you're happy to.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Either way,
1: our techs love
2: to see if, if they get a call out from a resident, Hey, so-and-so did a great job at my house. Um, we love to hear that. And they love to, you know, share those in our morning meetings and and give kudos where we can, uh, and also use it as training opportunities. If, if there is room for improvement on, on the work that they received.
1: Sure. So, um, let me ask you this. I know we're, we're in a rotation right now right so we've got a lot of service members that are abroad and we've got um, a lot of family members that have you know they're here they have not moved on or gone home to visit their family they're here in their homes Um, what about like lawn mowing services or anything that is available to those family members of the service members that are gone right now do you have anything available to help them out
2: yeah, if you do have a service member who's who's deployed, um, we certainly have a uh, deployed spouse uh, program where you can come sign up, again, at the Liberty Woods office um, for Stewart. And uh, they'll get you added to the list. Um, our landscapers will go around and, and take care of that backyard mowing. Um, they'll will, will notify you that which day they're going to be in your community mm-hmm. to take care of that, and just make sure any toys or, or pet waste and things like that are, are removed prior to their arrival. But they'll take care of the yard the entire time the service member um, is is deployed um and then if uh if we have anybody who is um who've who've kept their home but they're gonna be away, go visit friends or family while while service members deployed. Um uh, we definitely want you to also fill out the uh temporarily vacant home sheet with us at the Liberty Woods office so that um we can know who's who you've identified to kinda check in on the house. Sure. Or if you don't have anybody to let our team know so we can do some spot checks on the home to make sure that the AC is still functioning properly, there hasn't been any, any unknown leaks or things like that may that may have occurred while you were away.
1: Sure. So what is the, is there like a length of time? Is there a a max length or not even a max, but what does that look like? Like, is it, I'm gonna be gone for two weeks, I need to let them know, or it's more like I'm gonna be gone for several months at a time.
2: Yeah, so um, our, our community guidelines actually indicate that anytime you're gonna be gone longer than three days, you should let us know. Okay. Um, but if you are gonna be gone like 30 days or more, then also listed in our community guidelines are recommended settings for different things in your home, like sure. thermostats and things like that. So um, there's some recommended settings that we would ask that you, um, you know, apply to your home if, it, if it's gonna be a, a more lengthy
1: stay away. Okay, perfect. Well, that's fantastic. Are there any other updates that you would like to give our residents and just our community in general? I guess just um, just
2: to make sure that everybody takes a look at their renter's insurance policy. You just never know when something could could happen um, in the home, accidents happen or, or things happen. Um, you know, we just recently had had um, the hurricane that didn't do so much <laughs> for us here, but um, you just never know. So um, check those um, renter's insurance policies and make sure that that you do have an active policy.
1: Sure. Uh, well, these have been some fantastic updates, Cheryl. Thank you so much. Uh, you know what, I I think you've also had a lot of questions come up about powers of attorney, correct? Yes, ma'am. Uh, kind of as it relates to the notice to vacate process.
2: Sure. Um, so if, if service members are, are deploying and, they, and they're looking to break their lease, if the service member's already left, then the spouse would need a power of attorney to um, to help terminate that lease agreement.
1: Okay, excellent. Well, you know, we're, let's take a little short break here, and then we're going to come back, and I'm actually going to uh, bring in a friend of ours from uh, Legal Assistance, Captain Norman. He is going to also offer some insight into that power of attorney situation that you've got going on here with your, uh, your leases. So we will take a quick break, and uh, we will be right back.
0: The Installations Warning Siren, also known as the Installation Giant Voice, is tested on both Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield on the last Thursday of every month. These monthly tests ensure that the sirens are working properly and that the public is aware of the sound of the sirens in the event of an actual emergency. During the test, the sirens will sound for up to three minutes. If you hear them, don't be alarmed. This is just another way our community works to ensure our emergency response capabilities are ready when we need them.
1: And we are back, and now I am joined by not only Miss Cheryl, but I've got Captain Norman here in the studio with me. Thank you so much, Captain Norman, for being on the show with us today.
0: Thank you, Molly. It's great to be here.
1: Sure. So before we start, give me a little bit of background of exactly what you do.
0: Sure. Uh, So, kind of like you mentioned earlier, I I work in legal assistance, so I'm the chief, and uh, it's our mission to uh, provide uh, free legal advice and representation on a A variety of different issues um, for service members, uh, their dependents, military retirees, and their dependents in a nutshell.
1: Sure. So, Cheryl, explain to us a little bit about what you are seeing on the Balfour Beatty side of the house when it comes to uh, power of attorneys.
2: I guess it's um, just the understanding um, that. When it comes to entering into a lease agreement, the uh, military member is the sole leaseholder um, and therefore can, can be the only person who either starts that lease or terminates that lease. Um, everybody else who, who is um, an authorized dependent of that military member is, is an authorized occupant of the home um, but doesn't have the authority to start or stop um, that lease agreement without a power of attorney.
1: Excellent. And can you help us expand on that a little bit, Captain Norm? Sure.
0: Yeah, sure. So uh, I think everybody knows lawyers like disclaimers, so just kind of (laughs) a quick disclaimer. So, you know, this is not intended for legal advice. It's just intended to be educational uh, and informative. Um, but really, with regard to power of attorneys, you have two types of power of attorneys. So you have a, a general power of attorney, and so a general is, is just like it sounds. So a, a general power of attorney, you're giving your, your attorney, in fact, the person who's exercising you know, power um, you know, for you, um, you're giving them a, a broad list of power. So that can be uh, over finances. It can be to sell real estate, uh, register your vehicle, whatever it is. The other type of power of attorney is a specific or special power of attorney, and again it 's just like it sounds um, with a specific or special power of attorney you 're giving your attorney in fact uh, the person who is who's, who's um, exercising that power you 're giving them. Um, the ability to do some type of specialized um, task. So for example, um, you know, you can give someone a special power of attorney to be able to do anything you would need to do with your vehicle when you're deployed. So if you need to have someone register your vehicle, um, you know, take it into the TAG office, maintenance, you know, whatever it is. Um, And so those are really kind of the two differences between the power of attorneys. And so um, with regard to Balfour Beatty, you know, what I would recommend Um, Obviously, you know, anybody who's signing a power of attorney, you want to read it very carefully, you know, before you sign it. But the other thing I would recommend, you know, if you're trying to initiate or terminate a lease, you know, with a Balfour Beatty on post home, you're going to need your power of attorney uh, or your attorney, of fact, is going to need more than just the ability to start or stop the lease. They're also going to need the ability to start or stop the allotment through DFAS um, because, you know, when you're uh, living on post, Um, The BAH you would normally get, it goes to um, Balfour Beatty and allotment, and so that's done through DFAS. And so you just want to make sure that, you know, regardless of whether it's a general or whether it's a special, um, that that language uh, with regard to Balfour Beatty communities to be able to start or stop an allotment is included in that power of attorney. Okay. And so, um, you know, the easy thing there is that, you know, our general power of attorneys and we have a specific power of attorney that has the exact language you would need. And so our office is open uh, Monday through Friday. Um, our hours Monday through Wednesday are 09 uh, to 1600. Thursdays, we're open from 1300 to 1600. And then on Fridays, we're open from 09 uh, to 1500. We close a little early for morning time. Sure. Um, but the process on getting a power of attorney is extremely easy. Um, you're just going to need some come into our office, and uh, the paralegals will screen you for whatever you know power or whatever power of attorney you would need, and um, all you need is just some form of military ID so we can verify your eligibility for services. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, you know, just depending on how long the line is in the lobby, <laughs> um, we can probably get you in and out, you know, in, in around 10 minutes or so. So it's a very quick and easy process. And then the other thing is. If you have issues with a power of attorney that you've already, you know, executed sure. you know, in our office, you're always welcome to come back, and we're help. We, you know, we're more than happy to to help the client figure out, you know, whatever the issue is.
1: Okay, so th- that's that brings up a good point or a question actually. Um, say the service member is is abroad; they're gone now; they're mm-hmm. deployed, um, and you have a spouse, and maybe they need they feel like they need to adjust that power of attorney. They sure. can do that, you know, even the though the service member is not present?
0: Uh, in terms of adjusting the power of attorney, I mean, that's that's going to be complicated because you're going to have to probably re-execute a power of attorney. Sure. Um, you know, but uh, I think probably the best advice I can give people, if you're running into the, that issue, mm-hmm. just, just come down to our office, and we'll just kind of go from there. I mean, we may have to, to coordinate with, you know, the service member who's ever in UCOM sure. or wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're running into, if the dependent back home is running into issues you know, with the power of attorney that's already been executed, mm-hmm. just come back to our office and we'll, we'll see what we can do for them. So that's probably the best advice I can give people.
1: Okay. And is there anything that they need to do to prepare ahead of time for you? They just come in? Yeah,
0: no, no, ma'am. Yeah, not really. Um, I think the only thing they really need to do to prepare is um, they just need to just have, again, just some form of military ID so we can verify their eligibility for service. Um, And then um, I would say just have some idea of of what type of uh, powers you're looking to grant to your attorney. In fact, you know, that's that's all. And really, our our paralegals can can help them with that because they're going to go through a screening process with our paralegals up front anyways.
1: Okay, cool. Can you tell me, are there any organizations that are required to accept a power of attorney?
0: Well, that's a great question. Appreciate you asking. Uh, it is important to note that uh, with power of attorneys, there are there are no organizations out there required to accept them. It's it's completely up to that organization where you're trying to use the power of attorney, on whether they will accept it or not. So, what I would encourage people to do, if there is some organization where you're trying to use a power of attorney that our office did, um, if. If they're rejecting that power of attorney or they won't let you use it for some reason, again, just like we talked about a little bit ago, I would just encourage you to just come back to our office and we can kind of take it from there.
1: Cheryl, is there anything that you'd like to add to that? Um, just that that we've got
2: uh, gotten a lot more digital as, um, as we move through COVID and, and continue to, to improve our services too. So there's a lot that we can do um, even with service members who are, are deployed, as long as they have access to Internet. Um, there's a lot of things that we can do electronically now too. So, just wanted to share that.
1: Awesome. And is there anything that you would like to add? Any other legal assistance updates that you'd like to give the community while you have this opportunity?
0: Uh, no, ma'am. Uh, I, I think uh, on, on the update side of things, all uh, square there. But uh, just other than, you know, if, if you have legal assistance issues, you know, we're more than happy to help and we're, we're here, to, here to service the Fort Stewart and a Half communities.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you both so much for being on the podcast with me today. Um, This has been some very helpful information, I know. Um, Sometimes deployments... It's just very confusing for the family members who are here. There's just a lot of questions that always arise afterwards, right? Um, So having you guys on here to help clarify some things and put out some great information about housing is very much appreciated. So thank you both so much.
0: Thank you for having us.
1: Of course. Um, And that would be it for this week's edition of the Marn Report podcast. This is Molly with Miss Cheryl Sutton and Captain Norman. We are signing off.
0: Command Sergeant Major Capendo here, your garrison sergeant major.
1: And I'm Molly, your voice of the Marm Report.
0: Do you live in the barracks? If so, I'd like for you to submit pictures of your quarters to compete in CAP's Quarters Challenge. This will showcase how much you have put the effort to transform your barracks room into your own home space. So I look forward to these submissions, and I look forward to seeing it out there and come visiting you at your quarters.
1: If you have a cool looking barracks room, we definitely want to see it. All you got to do is shoot us a DM over on the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield Facebook page with a photo of your tricked out space. Stay tuned to our social media platforms for more info. We can't wait to see your transformations.